somehow, 23 years later, we've maintained Here our we friendship. Are. I don't know if we're just like in sync, like if we have like telekinetics going on or what. You don't have to book the Scottsdale, Arizona trip, but that was a ton of fun. If you, you can, can do it, you can. I do recommend. I was like, okay, I feel good. I feel settled, calm. I feel like I made the right decision. Have distance between us and we have stayed friends successfully. Exactly. So say. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hookah Girls podcast. We hope you're having a great day so far. We're jumping in for another Monday, another new episode, and we're excited to bring you an episode, not not all about us, but a little deep dive into me and Maddie's friendship and oh yes. get, the, get this week started off the right way. So thank you for joining us whenever you are. And yeah, Maddie, how are you today? I am doing well. You know, when we're recording this, it's a little late at night. Yeah, I said so today. I'm I was to, more like tonight, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm excited to go make some tea and read my book in a little bit. I'm doing all in all pretty good. And you know me, big fall girl, and it's officially in the season of fall. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. And also, on the topic of us talking about ourselves and being friends for so long, um, I get to see you in like three weeks. That so is how so can I be any better? True. You know, I, th- yeah. I was I was waiting for you to say that. I was waiting for you to bring up how you're getting to see me. It, it's crazy. So how special I feel are. like we should give a background of our friendship before we get into this episode anyway. So context, right? And I think some of yeah. you guys might know this. Some of you might not. Is me and Maddie have been friends pretty much since we are born. Our moms put us in the same play group when we were like, I don't even know if we were one yet. We were. I don't even think we were a year old. Yeah. We were wee little babies. We lived in the same area in South Carolina. And so our moms became friends. And then, of course, when you're young, when your moms are friends, you're forced to be friends. They're like, okay, babies, go play with each other. So somehow, 23 years later, we've maintained our friendship. But I now live where Maddie grew up, which is just funny. Very first full circle. I. Yes, and I live where I was born, which is halfway across the country. Correct. So we've really, we've come full circle in multiple ways. We used to be long distance friends, but it was like an hour and a half. It was both, Maddie was in Charleston, South Carolina, and I was in Columbia, South Carolina. And, you know, in high school and stuff, we could drive and see each other, but it was still like, oh, like, I hate that we don't live near each other. Now, since Maddie decided to take her happy ass to Colorado for college and stay out there, no, I'm so happy for you and your decision. But now our long distance is like cross-country long distance. So it's kind of crazy that we've also been able to maintain it since then. But we have such a solid foundation. Like, we'll never not be friends at this point. But I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, and Maddie's in Denver. But coming up in a few short weeks, Maddie's going to be here visiting her family and also me. So very excited. I'm so excited. And we just wanted to chat with you guys kind of about friendship and the foundations of friendship and what we think makes a good friendship, for lack of better words, because we do have 23 years of experience and we have multiple different realms of being friends, whether that be living a couple hours away from each other or now being across the country. And we've been with each other through all phases of life. Emma, you are genuinely my only friend, I think, who has seen me in every single phase of life ever. Yeah. And which is absolutely crazy. So there's something to be said about that. And we just wanted to chat with you guys about it. But first, as always, um, we want to jump into our no show all tell items. So Emma, do you want to kick us off? Yes, so I have a skincare product today. I don't know if I've done a skincare product before. Ooh, okay. So there's, I know, a million skincare products out there, but I actually got this package. It was a PR package, and it was really interesting to me because I opened it up. It was this bouquet of flowers, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh. and I was like, 
from me. And it wasn't from a man. It wasn't from my boyfriend. <laughs> Take notes, boyfriend. But it was from a brand. I was like, oh my gosh, this is gorgeous. And the reason it was sent with flowers is because it's a... I will show you, Maddie, on the screen, and then we'll put it up on an Instagram story. But it's a chlorophyll okay. discoloration serum. And if you oh. – I feel like we all probably know that, but chlorophyll is part of a plant. So yes. yes, yes. the idea was setting it with flowers, which I thought was really cute from, like, a PR package perspective. It was, it was, like, propped up in the little flower petals is this, like, chlorophyll discoloration serum. So the idea is – I think the base of it is if your face is red, chlorophyll is green like a plant. So it's going to neutralize what your skin looks like because I love yeah, red and green kind of contrast each other. Or I don't know if contrast is the right word. Like if you put green on your skin, it they cancel each other yes, out. Yeah, it'll cancel out the red. So that's the idea behind the product. But it's from the brand Coco Kind. And their team is so nice. I love I've been on their Coco PR list kind. for a while and love all of their stuff. Like seriously, I recommend. I know Maddie, you love them as well. Hopefully yes, to have they them. Need to be a pod sponsor. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. I was like, hopefully to have them as a sponsor one day. But this chlorophyll discoloration serum, it's a little dropper and it comes out like if you can see it, Maddie, I'll I'll clink it. And oh, it love. literally comes out as green. So I'm rubbing Whoa, it on my hand. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm rubbing it on my hand right now. And it's really it's kind of like I know it's like snail mucin's a thing right now. It kind of feels Yeah. I don't want to say mucusy because that's a gross word, but it has kind of a thicker texture in a good way, and I really like it. Yeah. So I just use it for hydrating and helps with some redness too. So that's my new Charlotte Health thought that was a new, unique product. I love, and I love that you chose a skincare product. I actually almost already chose a skincare product, and I couldn't find it when we were looking for recording. Um, so did not do that. Maybe it'll be next week's item, yes. but mine is also kind of personal care-ish and it is a leave-in conditioner, which is crazy because I feel like when someone says leave-in conditioner, like a little spray bottle, I think back to being in third grade with a little, I don't even know what brand it was. It was like a purple leave-in conditioner with an octopus on it. Yes. It was, and, and they had a detangler too. Yes. Yes. I know exactly it was that, what you're talking that, about. It was this detangler. So that's what this is it's called unite is the brand and it's the seven seconds detangler leave-in conditioner oh it is a detangler yes 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 and it brought me back to my childhood because it smells like what I used to use and also it works really really well and I just got a little mini size of it um just because I wanted to try it out and see but I noticed that when I was getting out of the shower, even if I did like a hair mask or like conditioned really well, my hair was still kind of tangled a little bit and I didn't want to be super rough on my hair. So I was like, you know what? Leave-in conditioners and detanglers used to be a thing when I was nine. Why can't I use them now? Bring them back. So bring them back. So I did my research and I don't know. I just saw a lot of people recommending this one on TikTok and on Instagram and all the things. Um, and specifically, this one girl, Clara Purse. I don't know if you know who she yes, is. Yes, I follow um, her too. Yes, love her. I like have an inkling that she might be moving to Charleston at some point. Really? Which I think is why she like keeps popping up on my... Well, all of her For You page videos that pop up like organically on my page are her in Charleston. And she like kind of drops little hints here and there oh about my gosh, how she the likes it. The influencer Charleston move. wave is crazy I know. Right now. It literally, the pipeline to Charleston is so real. But anyways, she popped up on my page and I don't know why. I don't know if we're just like in sync, like if we have like telekinetics going on or what, but I will love a product so much. And I don't know if my phone is listening to me or what, but the next week she will post a video about it. So she, like my favorite coffee is the Slingshot Cold Brew Coffee. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it on the show before and it comes in like a bag. At, I get mine at Sprouts. 
I talked about it on the podcast. The next week, she posted a video about it. And she was like, you guys just need to be friends. This is great. We do need to be friends. But anyways, point being, I looked into so many different conditioners and I ordered this one. And literally two hours later, she posted a video and was like, this is my new favorite leave-in conditioner. And like, I love it. And And I was like, okay, I feel good. I feel settled, calm. I feel like I made the right decision because she agrees with me. And that's just like a indicator that I'm going in the right direction and I've been using it for about a week now and I love it I love that I think you influence her rector to me I think you're the one who told me about her content but it's really it's aesthetic but it's also she has just great recs like for she does, household yeah. things like that personal care things she makes mocktails she's super cute love it and she's in what she's in Raleigh she's right in Raleigh. now I think yep. okay so maybe she'll come to Charleston then we can be friends and yep. then we can all be friends and then she comes on the podcast and then that's just how the cookie crumbles. Little, yeah, and then little do you know, you're giving her Rex and we're in a big happy well, influencer thing, world. Like I literally, I feel like we are so in sync because I I make jokes now about it to one of my best friends. So if, like I rec- recommended her to Sophia and it's almost funny because I'll recommend something just like as a side product to Sophia where I'll be like, hey, this is like my favorite like skincare or makeup or whatever. Like she's just my person where I'm like, I'm pushing all of my recommendations onto you. Did she ask for them? Absolutely not. But then Clara will post about it a couple days later. So now it's like kind of a joke. Say, I'm like, this is hilarious. Clara's but, listening. Which I have to say, there is no better influencer than a friend. Like literally no better influencer than a friend. Like if you tell me to buy something, I will buy it. Or True. if someone who I'm really close to like swears on a product, I'm buying it. So yeah. Because kinda, you have that established trust and we'll get into our friendship We'll get into trust. it. Yes. I did want to share Clara, the girl we're talking about. It's Clara Purse. I think is how it's pronounced, but it's spelled like Pierce. P- it's kind of. Yeah. Like Pierce. It's Clara. Her TikTok is Clara R P E I R. C-E. So it's like Pierce, but the E and I are switched. Yep. Yep, yep. I always read it as Pierce, and then I heard it on a podcast, and I was like, Purse, I'm wrong. You're like, different name. I'm right. Also, follow yeah. Emma Ruth on TikTok. She's yes. really cool, I've heard. There you go. Maddie Bears is not on TikTok, however. Um, Maddie Bears is unplugged, but she... She is unplugged. Her posts are fire when they go up. Like, your Instagram is very aesthetic, I feel like. Thank you. I'm kind of... We can dive into this later when we talk about, like, (laughs) connecting with friends and, you know, like, staying in touch and different ways of staying in touch. But I'm currently, I think, in, like, my unplugged era. Like, I really do not gravitate towards social media anymore I'd love and I love I love Pinterest like I think Pinterest is the best I've talked about on the podcast before I just find it really inspiring but I just haven't been inclined to post and I love posting on my stories because I like it for a creative outlet but every time I post I'm like ooh, I don't like the fact that people are seeing this like I just want this for me so I'm trying to find a workaround and like a way around it because I really am. And you don't need social media. Like it's such no, a you really necessity. Don't. Like for me, I mean, I do it as a little side hustle and stuff too. So it, I mean, even I get sometimes I'm like, if I just stopped literally caring, my life would be so much simpler. Like the pressure I put on myself to post and everything, which again, it's kind of like a, not kind of, it is a side hustle business more thing for me now. So it's smart to invest time in it. However, it's very freeing not to. So I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But those are our no-show all-tells. Should we jump into the meat of today's episode? Yes, we really wanted to get into how we've sustained our friendship as in Emma and Maddie and then also sustained like these apply to all of our other friendships as well and can apply to your friendships too just kind of the the high level things of 
what's worked for us and how we've stayed connected and everything over 23 years and really never we lived in the same town when we were younger but I don't ever really we were remember like two, three yeah we don't remember yeah we were it. so little so it's I think impressive not to give ourselves too much credit yes. but we've actually on the we're pretty different people and we have distance between us and we have stayed friends successfully yes exactly so slay so I I'm gonna kick us off with the first thing and that is granted we didn't always have this so I'm not gonna like put too much emphasis on it because we've been friends 23 years and the pod has been going about four or five now however the podcast bringing us together I feel like is so important not because it's great to talk to your friends over a microphone you know once a week but because it's really good to have a shared interest and it becomes more challenging when you're not in the same place as that person whether it be like a college friend, a high school friend, whoever it may be, when you're living near them, it's easier to have that common interest or hobby. So I have a really good friend who now lives in Chicago and we used to go and play pickleball together. And that was kind of like our shared interest or shared hobby. Or we went to the same school. That was our shared interest, common hobby, you know, or common interest, shared hobby, I guess. (laughs) Um, But the podcast is Emma and I's shared interest. And when we've always kind of had this knack I guess you could say for content creation and it sounds really weird but even when we were kids we've talked about this on the podcast before our interest was we love to put on shows for our parents for kind of anyone who every single time we hung out we did a show yep every single time like even if we were with each other for like 15 minutes and I was just driving through Columbia on my way to go see my grandparents like we had a show and that kind of progressed we were committed we were so committed to the bed and that kind of progressed into then you know content creation in the form of like we enjoyed taking pictures or we enjoyed you know like doing other things and then that what is it the movie stars and yes the the movies and yeah all of that so we just have always loved that and then when we got older obviously the podcast so our common interest that we've always had literally throughout the entire course of our friendship our lives even has been content creation and it's welded and it's kind of molded to where we are in life but we've always had that shared interest and I think that that speaks volumes especially when it comes to spending quality time together oh 100% and yeah the podcast really does bring us together as friends too because it's almost like our little it's our little project that we have to like talk about every week and if we haven't even gotten a chance to talk on the phone we always podcast or usually Usually, yes. unless, Usually. There's a, most, most unless there's a fluke week where it's just too much going on. But um, I will piggyback off of that kind of the secondary thing to a shared interest is what that helps you do is to stay in touch. And I think staying in touch can look different from everyone, but it's a lot easier to get little pieces of people's lives than kind of, I. there is a friend, my friend Gina, she's been gone in Mexico doing like an amazing program for a year and stuff, but we were catching up the other day because she was in town after, you know, months and not that we haven't chatted, but it was just crazy because I'm like, where do I even start? Like so much has happened in the past nine months, you know, and she was like, same, it's weird. So I, I think staying in touch periodically even if that's scheduling a call I feel like that's a very post-grad thing as being like I can talk Tuesday at five but like if that's what it takes to stay in touch if that friendship's important to you like you will be glad you scheduled that time because if you don't schedule it it's literally just going to get swept up because you're going to forget or you're going to be at the grocery store or someone will have texted you to do something else so staying in touch is really key 
even if you absolutely. can't meet in person. So make an effort to call, text. I Who was telling me? Someone was telling me they do this with their long-distance boyfriend, but they'll send each other Snapchat videos mm-hmm. um, instead of sending texts because you see their little snippets of their day, which I think is a really cute idea. So instead of being like, I'm walking to the train, like send a little Snapchat video that's like, hey, here's me at the train. So you're almost seeing a visual of like what your friend or your significant other or whatever like they're up to. And I feel like that's a really cute idea because even if you can't respond in that moment, you're getting to visually see and hear a little part of that day and then you can just respond when you can. And I feel like that's a cute way to stay in touch. So no, it definitely is. And actually me and two of my really good college friends we have um, a snapchat group and I'm only ever on snapchat for the snapchat group and it's called the video diaries and throughout the day we just send videos and so it can literally be something like oh my gosh I just got rear-ended or oh my gosh I got a job promotion like it can kind of be whatever or you can just be like hey I'm on my way home from work this is what happened today and it keeps in touch and you can like you said open them whenever respond to them whenever Um, and it looks different kind of for everyone like something that going back to shared interests me and one of my really good friends share interests in is style and like fashion Mm -hmm. so she's my person that when I get dressed for the day I'll send her a picture of what I'm wearing and then like today she sent me a video and she was like it's kind of like a little OOTD where she'll be like oh this skirt's from Brandy Melville and this sweater's from H&M or whatever like and it's kind of our way of keeping in touch it's not like hey this is what we did all day long but it's just like I'm going to this dinner I'm going to my granddad's birthday like this is what I'm wearing so yeah. then I Friends kind of have make different note, pockets. like yeah I'm like oh okay like this is what she's doing tonight or I th- might have talked about this on the show before but um two of my other really good friends one of them I do voice memos with almost every single day and we'll send voice memos to each other. And another one, we do our annual, like, Friday annual, our weekly Friday catch-up call. <laughs> wow, and really, we really committed. Once a oh, year. Oh, yes. Once a year. No, but <laughs> weeklies on Fridays, it's 8 a.m. my time, 4 o'clock our time. And we'll send each other pictures the day before of our past week. So then we have something to reference on the call. So it's oh like, my God, oh. cute. Like, then I can see her friends that maybe I've never met before, or she can see, you know, like, what I did or where I went or what I was doing that week. So it just gives you something to jump off of. And I think that acknowledging staying in touch in different medians or mediums, I guess, rather, is really, really important. Not everyone has to be the same. Like, if you – I tell people all the time, like, if I talk to all of my friends on the phone as much as I talk to one of my really good friends who I talk to every single day – I literally would never have a second to myself that's so true. and that's okay and that doesn't mean that some people are closer friends than others it just means you know there are different ways to communicate with someone and rather than focusing on the medium of communication just focusing on the regular communication is key love that yeah my sister today Maddie asked me she was like do you and do you and Maddie talk on the phone a lot I was like yeah I, I was like we do that more than text like I feel like that's our thing is we'll do today I was yeah. driving home had like an hour and a half drive home we talked for like an hour of that so that yep. was like a good dent of catch up. Now we're talking again for the podcast, shared interest. But oh, yes. she was like, do you and, you know, do you and Maddie text or call? I was like, we're callers. Like that's what yeah, works we are for callers. us, I feel like. Oh, love that. Um, another thing I was going to bring up is to show gratitude to your friends. I, I feel love like this, this is something that honestly I think you do really well, Maddie. Like if you asked me, oh, like you. you were doing that, you were doing that today. You're like, hey, can I like 
I feel kind of sick or I, you know, I, I need to go to bed. Can, could you edit the podcast or something too? But I know like if I do it, you'll be like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So it's like recon- is acknowledging when the other person is stepping in. If that's like booking a flight to see you or stepping out of a room to take a call or just like the little things, you know, you, you know them when they happen, but taking just a second to verbalize your gratitude for it. Cause a lot of times I think we think something nice about someone or we feel thankful for something, but we don't always like put it out there verbally. And it's just yep. really nice to hear someone be like, I appreciate you rescheduling that for me, or I appreciate you understanding, or I appreciate you helping me out here. And it's just little ways that I think, I don't know, it always makes me feel good when oh, someone acknowledges maybe where I'm like stepping in and vice versa. I want to make sure someone understands if they're stepping in for me or they do just something sweet out of the blue that they feel appreciated too. And I think that helps. Just life is very, very busy and stressful and things are just usually not personal. Like if someone does have to exactly. reschedule something or they have to cancel out last minute, instead of being like, oh, you know, they suck because they forgot they had a doctor's appointment, you know, just understand for a second and hopefully they show you the gratitude of you know thank you so much for understanding but I think gratitude is very important in friendships um probably more than it's talked about oh absolutely and the way I like to think about it specifically and I will say talking on our relationship we are almost more like system sisters in a sense than we are friends because we've grown up together and I feel like you know you're more inclined to snap at the people who are close to you and so it's almost harder when you've been friends with someone for longer to be like, oh, wow, like, I really appreciate this about you. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I really appreciate you doing that because it's kind of, like, more of a family relationship where it's like, oh, whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. And the way I like to think about it is kind of like dating. And this sounds really weird, but if you're in a long-term relationship, you want to continue dating someone. You don't want to fall into a routine. You don't just want to become that person's roommate or you don't just want to become someone that they coexist with or they just happen to be around all the time like you want to actively feel appreciated and loved by that person and that can be different for everyone based on what their love language is or how you show your love and appreciation and gratitude and for some people that mean may mean like like you said booking that flight or buying them flowers or getting them a coffee or you know some people it might just be sending a text I actually had um one of my friends who I haven't talked to in a while, we talked like probably three weeks ago or so, um, but she's not someone that I regularly catch up with, but she was someone I was really, really close with in college. And I haven't seen her since June because she recently moved and she sent me, she sends me um, just things on Instagram all the time where she'll send me reels or she'll send me like events that are happening in Denver. And she's like, Hey, you should go to this. And it's, Yeah, and it's not anything too crazy, but in a way, it is telling me that she's like somewhat grateful for our friendship because if she wasn't, she wouldn't be putting in the effort. And so I think that showing gratitude can be like sending someone a text and saying, you know, I'm proud of you, but it can also be sending someone a reel or it can be buying someone a coffee or even just like, you know, acknowledging when someone does something for you. And I feel like the longer you're friends with someone, the harder it is to do that in a sense. So just be mindful of it. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I, it's very true what you said about like when you get comfortable with people, it's so much easier to kind of slack off on like being a completely positive person. Like yeah. if you get close to someone, okay, then maybe you start like gossiping or maybe you start being kind of snappy or maybe you start, you know, doing whatever. Like we're all the things that normal people do. We're all just normal people that are 
kind of shitty, but also at our hearts, great, yeah, right? good people, yeah. Good people, right? So, yeah, it, wherever you can make an intentional effort about it, I think it's great, and it just makes everyone, everyone feel better, and I feel like, Maddie, you and I are good about being, like, I'm, like, sorry, I'm in a mood. Like, I can't, like, talk about this right no, now. No, we being, are. Like, yeah. Or being, like, oh, can you, like, rec- you know, record the podcast tonight or something? And you'll be, like, honestly, like, today's been rough. Like, we're going to have to, like, do it another day. And it's instead of being, like, oh, what the hell is this person not prioritizing the yeah. exact things I'm prioritizing? Giving them a little space to be, like, okay, you know, you deserve your space and you're allowed to communicate, too. But also, you know, it's easier said than done, but really just try not to take it on other people because then there's just there's conflict that's like unrelated it's like if we're like in bad moods it's not really you didn't do anything to piss me off and i didn't do anything to piss you off but all of a sudden we're having this like what what's the word i'm looking for like not suggestive like it's like kind of a passive fight yes passive we're both being like passive with each other and like not because of anything the other person exactly it's unrelated yeah, we're just, like, individually upset about different things, and you take it out on the person closest. And yes, I think passive that is what I was looking that for. That leads so perfectly into the next point, which is forgive and forget. And I think that that is something that is so underrated, especially with friendships. And obviously, like, if someone shows you their true character and their true colors very early on in a friendship, like, maybe, you know, look into that and acknowledge it and yes, understand. Yes. This you isn't know, like, writing off poor yeah, behavior. Yeah. No, it's really not. <laughs> However, if there is someone in your life who's been in your life for a while and you know mistakes happen like things happen and it is what it is and if you have a disagreement or something happens where you're like really really upset with that person one communicating like Emma was saying just being like hey this is how I'm feeling I need time to process and then like being respectful of that process or like hey I really would like to chat this over whatever that person is saying to you understanding why And assuming positive intent, I feel like is huge because especially when you're in disagreements, it's really easy to be like, oh, well, I, I assumed this. And then it's like, well, no, I, that's not how I meant it or anything. Mm -hmm. And I know that Emma and I, like, whenever we've had disagreements in the past, it's like, if you come from a perspective of this is how I'm feeling and this is how it made me feel nine times out of 10, the other person didn't even recognize like oh my gosh, I made you feel that way. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That's, that wasn't my And no intent. matter if your feelings, like, no matter if someone disagrees with why you're feeling that way, your feelings are your feelings. Like, they still exist. Yeah, that's how so, you So, like, feel. Maddie yeah. can't say, I don't feel bothered. Exactly. Like, I do feel bothered. So, it's like, maybe some context from her end would help me understand why I'm feeling bothered or maybe help me not be bothered. But she can't be like, well, you just can't be bothered by that. Yeah, it's like, like, why okay, are you bothered? Well, I am. Yeah. So, you know, how do, how do we get to the other side of it? And, yeah. Yeah, and just understanding, you know, like, disagreements happen, arguments happen. And especially when you're friends with someone for so long and someone is in your life for so long, like, it would be abnormal to never have tiffs or never have anything pop up because that eventually means, like, for lack of better words like you're not that close because no one can be that perfectly content for so long without anything kind of like rearing its ugly head and understanding that mistakes happen and forgiving and forgetting is huge especially in long-term friendships because if you hold a grudge a grudge is gonna damage any relationship that you have whether that be romantic friendship like family related if you have a grudge against someone like that's the easiest way to ruin a relationship yeah, and there's also another side of this. If if someone does something that you really can't forgive, and there are things that definitely fall into that category. Oh, yeah. Or even if, like, something is 
you know, a little less of a degree, but someone just has a really annoying tendency and you just can't get over it. Like every time you hang out with that person, like it just irks you. You know, I I can't even think of a specific example, but like you have to choose. I am in this friendship or I'm out. Like I feel like walking that line is almost unfair to the other person sometimes. Like let's say someone hurt your feelings. They didn't invite you to something and they apologize and they say, hey, sorry that, you know, that was an oversight on my part, whatever. Like you have to choose whether you accept that and you move on or you don't accept it and you're going to not be friends with that person and you're allowed to make that choice to not continue oh, the friendship yeah. but you can't like forever walk the line of I'm gonna like not forgive or I'm, I'm like debating whether or not because that just doesn't allow yourself peace it's you either have to give yourself the peace to accept it happened move on from it or be like you know what this was so hurtful to me or so bothersome to me that I'm gonna like exit this friendship but at some point there has to be some sort of divisive decision closure yeah yeah has to be some closure because you'll go crazy I know I had a friend that was kind of like an out character moment too like she like hurt my feelings with something and she literally without me unprompted from my end she was like hey I've been thinking about like what I said today like it was like I was really having a bad day but like it was uncomfortable I'm really sorry like that was a bad like moment on my part and Mm -hmm. I really value your friendship and I like that's what I needed like I just needed her to acknowledge it and I was like you know what I really appreciate it that you acknowledge that and like let's move on like I'm not gonna bring it up now because I'm like she's done her part in forgiving and or I or guess apologizing apologizing yeah and so it's up to me now to move on from it if I'm gonna accept it like if I'm gonna accept it I can't bring it up three weeks later and be like well you did this because she you know she's done what she can to mend that so I don't know there's like two sides not saying that I'm always the person that's getting apologized to sometimes I do the apologizing as well um but it's just good to acknowledge we're all just humans we all have our moments well and I definitely think this is actually not even something that I wrote down to talk about but when you were talking it reminded me I have a role with my boyfriend and I think that this can be applied to any friendships as well and that is that if you're having a disagreement with someone or if you're having an argument about someone you cannot bring up something from an old argument snaps if it's not like already like you can't be having an argument with someone and have someone say for example say I made Emma mad and Emma's like I'm telling her I'm like you made me so mad like whatever and or maybe I made that what did I say I made you mad yeah so I made Emma so mad Emma can't then say to me well you know three months ago when you said this blah 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 no 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 that's not kosher that's not allowed because the thing is is if you have a problem with someone in that point in time express it or after the argument if you realize that's really still bothering you maybe that's something you can bring up to them but you can't fight fire with fire and I feel like that's yeah yeah, that's like a really really easy way to spiral and get to a point where you're really not in a good place and like I said that's a rule that I have in my romantic relationship but it's also a really good rule to have in your friendship because like it's just a really really easy way to kind of showcase that you are holding a grudge maybe whether or not you realized it yeah being like oh by the way like I know we're talking about this now but six months ago you also did this and it pissed me off and three months ago you did that yeah and then it's all of a sudden it's this way deeper conversation than it was ever supposed to be yeah exactly you're like okay I was just trying to express like I felt a little bit left out but now I've I've unleashed the beast there's like more behind the surface that's so true I think that is a great mantra and it's hard to stay away from because things are it is really hard things aren't isolated but 
you got it for the sake of like talking things through that's definitely the most effective way to do that i love that yeah love it, love it, thank love you it. thank you another um, thing yes. I, ha- I have another one maddie if you're go, you're ready go, to roll go, go. i was gonna say planning regular reunions or just like regular chats is important i know we touched on this earlier but like having it in your schedule like other things especially if you're a long distance friend or even if you're not like if you're living in the same freaking city as someone when you're busy you get busy so quick and i feel like in college it was a little bit more organic to be like everyone's just kind of on the same like life stage everyone generally had fridays to sundays free things like that they had class over at five and so it's just kind of a lot easier to be like oh what are you doing and someone being free versus post-grad i feel like everyone's on such random schedules right so scheduling like a dinner or scheduling like let's go on a walk this day i know me and my friend Lindsay were wanting to shoot content she does like influencer stuff too so we were texting today we're like okay what day we couple that with hanging out but it's like what day can we hang and shoot content and we like planned it out so like we're gonna do it tuesday so it's good to just kind of have that on your radar just as you would have your dentist appointment or you know you're going in office this day kind of make those intentional friend times and even if it's like oh I know I usually go on a walk around 5 p.m and my friends off work around them too being like hey Maddie can you let you want to walk and talk today at five I love doing that too so scheduling it in is really important just to make sure it does happen because if not it can get lost in the shuffle and Maddie, I feel like we do plan it out sometimes. You'll be like, hey, we tomorrow I, I'm going to be driving back from the mountains if you have free time between one and three. And so yep. I, when, you know, when I look at my clock, I'm like, oh, Maddie's driving right now. Let me give her a call. So it yeah. is helpful. It's definitely helpful. And I think kind of branching off of that too is celebrating milestones and showing support for each other in a way that is kind of non-traditional and what I mean by this is especially if it's a long distance friendship it kind of just goes back to showing gratitude so for example for my 21st birthday I planned a girl's trip and we all went to Arizona and for all my friends in Colorado that was a super quick like $50 frontier flight you know like we just dropped jumped on a plane and like went and stayed at a resort it was so fun and I invited Emma and I truthfully when I invited her expected her to say no because she had to take two planes to get over there I knew it was more expensive like she's flying almost all the way across the country for it and she made the effort and similarly for her 21st birthday I flew in there and I got in you know early in the morning and I was there for a weekend and we made that a point to celebrate each other's milestones and alternatively sometimes it's not feasible to always jump on a plane and that's fully okay but being supportive in a way that shows that you're genuinely happy for their successes or for what they're going through can look very very different sometimes it's saying like hey you know like I'm currently with my family but give me five minutes and I'll step away and I'll, I'll jump on the phone with you sometimes it's you know FaceTiming or even like not saying I'm the best friend and I deserve a pat on the back but I remember <laughs> being in um I was in Madrid Spain when Emma graduated college and I wasn't able to be there for her graduation and I wasn't able to go to her graduation party but me and my friend who I was with on that trip we stayed up late because of the time change and we live streamed her graduation and I, I know, remember that was like, so cute like yeah. so vividly watching her walk across the stage and again not saying like I deserve a gold like star no that is a very anything, but like it's intentional just, it, friend moment yeah. it's an intentional friend moment and just showing that you can be supportive without like breaking the bank you can be supportive without going above and beyond all the time like 
sometimes it is those little moments. And mm-hmm. while like, yes, I loved Emma coming to Arizona and that meant so much to me. And I'm sure that she meant, or it meant a lot to her that I came to her birthday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is those little moments of just being like, you know what? Yeah. Like I, I can chat on the phone right now. Like I have other things going on, but like you are a priority for me or like, just acknowledging like hey I know today's a big day for you so good luck with that meeting or good luck with this going on or hey you have a date tonight like let me know how it goes you know just being very intentional and understanding where that person is coming from and remembering what's going on in their lives I even and this is a little hack I'll write in my calendar what my friends are doing so like on my friend Annika's first day of grad school on my calendar it said Annika's first day of grad school or like if you know tonight is my friend Sophia's granddad's birthday and so I saw her earlier and she briefly mentioned she was like yeah I'm going over to my granddad's like birthday later I have to pick up wine and blah blah so then I texted her earlier and she was like hey thanks for whatever blah blah and I was like yeah no worries have fun at your granddad's birthday tonight so little it doesn't have to be anything crazy but it's just showing that you're like taking a moment and being intentional and that you understand what they're doing in their life because it almost shows like going all the way full circle that you are appreciative of them and that Mm -hmm. you care about their life even outside of you. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, there's so many ways to do that. And you don't have to book the Scottsdale, Arizona trip. But that was a ton of fun. If you can, you can do it. You can. I do recommend. That was great. Besides, that was the <laughs> that's when I confirmed I was allergic to avocado on that trip, oh, unfortunately yeah. for me. That was really I rough. was ill. But you know what? Other than the avocado, that I really want to go back to Scottsdale. Like we were talking about for my company different places to do retreats. And she had my boss had like thrown out Scottsdale. I was like, oh my God, please. Like, because like, I love it. That was a great trip. A great 21st for you yes oh, TBT when I thought I was gonna move to Scottsdale but we oh my god that. We, I feel like we we, <laughs> we have to an Airbnb on like long story short this was like this time last year it was like September 22 right yep we had an Airbnb for a month booked in Scottsdale the idea was I was working remote so I was gonna go just there for a month to live hang out with Maddie and then Maddie was going to be job hunting to move yeah, there to that, move there and I, I was cannot believe that yeah yeah and and we did not so we had an airbnb that did have a, a full refund and we did catch in the full refund yes so it. we were good we did not end up going oh I my god still in denver it's probably for the best for everyone but crazy we loved it so much that we almost lived there we'll just we, leave it at that we did so plan plan your girls trip on oh, that's so cute i i think all of that was such a great point like today i saw my Oh, my snap memories like a year ago today is when I like met this girl named Ashley that we're now friends. And I like texted her, I was like, Hi, it's our friend anniversary. And she's like, oh, oh, she was literally like, that's cute. she was like, you know, you have no idea how much that text meant to me. Like, so glad we're friends. It's just like a little cute friend moment. So, um, cheers to friendship. And yes. yeah, those are some of the ways. I mean, there's obviously so many ways to be a good friend, but here's some of the ways that we really have stuck it out over the past 23 years. And hopefully, you guys can feel inspired to. Show a little extra appreciation this week and just towards the future to your friends and stuff. And that's like stuff we love talking about things that we're actively like working on as well, too. So like these are all things that we're trying to embody and continue to incorporate in our in our adult friendships as we're um, getting older and friendships are reaching 23 year marks or five year marks or high school friends are like eight year friends now, Maddie. Like that's oh, I know. insane it's to insane. me. Like my best friend from high school is Samantha. We were like, oh, my God, we've been friends for eight freaking years. That's yeah. crazy. So love on your people. Um, And yeah, 
yeah thank you for listening to today's episode we hope that you guys took something out of it i know that this is something obviously near and dear to both of our hearts um and you know the friendship episodes can keep coming so if you have questions for us be sure to engage over on our instagram it's at hygge girls podcast that is h-y-g-g-e girls podcast there you go teamwork makes the dream work it and does. until next time stay happy stay healthy and stay, stay hygge. Hygge. bye y'all